Welcome to the Listen to Your Gut podcast with international best-selling author Jeannie Patel-Thompson. Because your body is your subconscious. Your body is the densest part of your soul. Hi, I'm Jeannie Patel-Thompson, and I'm doing this presentation on behalf of iMix Nutrition, Inc. I am the person who formulated the Absorb Plus Elemental and Semi-Elemental Shakes for iMix Nutrition. So let's start by uh, me sharing a little bit about myself and, and how I came to formulate these shakes. So I was back in 1986 diagnosed with widespread uh, Crohn's disease. Um, my healing took about seven years after I exited the medical treatment protocols. Uh, I've now been 100% drug and surgery free for over 25 years, and I made my healing protocols available in my first book, Listen to Your Gut, which is now an international bestseller. Um, over 150,000 people to date have used my protocols to heal their digestive diseases. Uh, everything I do is 100% completely natural. So as part of that healing journey, I had a massive colonic hemorrhage. So I went down to 99 pounds. I had a hemoglobin of two out of 14. <laughs> I just about bled out. Um, any single tiny bite of anything that resembled food would re-trigger the bleeding. And I'm talking severe bleeding, not just a little bit of bleeding. So that's when uh, I was in VGH hospital getting a blood transfusion and talking to the doctor there and saying, you know, what do you got? What do you got that I haven't already tried? Um, and he said, no drugs, right? And I said, no drugs. And he said, well, there's this thing called an elemental diet and we don't usually suggest it to people because nobody can stick with it. Um, but maybe it will work for you or can help you out here. And I was like, an elemental diet? Why haven't I heard of this? So that's what got me onto it. So they gave me um, a bunch of the pharmaceutical elemental shake product covered by Health Canada um, to take home. And I read the ingredient list and I was like, I would not give this to my dog. It had massive amounts of corn oil and sugar. And I, I was like, I got to drink it because I have basically nothing. But at one point I gave a can of it to my husband who's completely healthy. He's never had any digestive issue. doesn't even get the flu. I gave it to him and I said, drink this. 20 minutes later, he was having diarrhea on the toilet. That's a perfectly healthy person. I was like, yeah. So what that made me do was research and formulate my own elemental shake product for myself, because without it, I was unable to eat any food and I was declining rapidly. So um, I mixed that up. I, I had like nine shakes a day. I literally would finish a shake, have a 15 minute break, start mixing the next one because I wanted to heal fast. And I, in six weeks, I went from 99 to 135 pounds and working out at the gym three times a week. So I experienced, and then I think it was six weeks after that or two, maybe six to eight weeks after that, I was pregnant. It was just this 
massive rejuvenator of my health and my entire body. Um, so I published that in a book and I gave people the recipe and I told them how to make it. And of course, what did people say? Um, could you just like produce this for us and we buy it from you? Because, you know, you had to mix together like eight or nine different ingredients and some of them were hard to find. And so basically what we found um, since selling the Absorb Plus shakes that I formulated since 2002 is that these shakes uh, have been used by people not only with digestive diseases, but AIDS, cancer, the elderly, brain injuries, basically anyone who has trouble chewing, swallowing, digesting, or absorbing their food, even people with fibromyalgia because they don't have enough energy to cook something nutritious. Um, you know, this is this is better than, uh, you know, takeout, <laughs> McDonald's or something. So um, another interesting application, my dad has pancreatitis right now. And guess what? Absorb Plus is the only thing he can eat um, because he can have no fat. And we're going to talk about that as we go through. But um, let's move on to what is an elemental or bile rest diet. So the whole concept of this elemental food source was first developed by NASA in the 1950s, because of course you're sending astronauts into space. <laughs> you you want to have min minimal fecal matter. You know, there's this is this is a contained rocket ship. So they wanted their astronauts to be super well-nourished, um, cognitively um, very sharp and functional, but have minimal fecal matter. And that was the, that was the motivation for them to develop this elemental pre-digested food source that is basically, I, I tell people to think of it, think of it like going back to breast milk. It's very similar to that. So then in the 1970s, the medical community began experimenting with um, these elemental diets to provide bowel rest. So the whole concept of that is if you can't digest or absorb your nutrients, if the process of digestion and absorption triggers intestinal bleeding, often colonic bleeding, what happens if we just make everything pre-digested in liquid and give so that, you know, with an elemental or semi-elemental shake, it's in your bloodstream in 20 minutes. Um, and just give the whole digestive system a chance to rest and, and have no particles and scratchy bits passing through to abrade, you know, areas that are wounded or currently, um, you know, bleeding. And so that's the medical community then took up um, the whole concept of an elemental or bowel rest diet. So let's talk about some terminology because this is, so when I first formulated Absorb Plus, I used a whey isolate that was lactose-free and casein-free. It was classified as an elemental shake. Nowadays, whey isolate is not considered elemental. Nowadays, it's considered semi-elemental or polymeric. Um, but the original formulas back that NASA developed and the medical community used to do most of its clinical trials on an elemental diet were, were all semi-elemental or polymeric. So this is something that you really need to keep in mind if you're going back through the literature and you're looking at the studies. Um, sometimes the study will give you uh, the, the 
composition of the formula that they were using at the time. Otherwise, they'll just call it elemental or what have you. But as someone who consumed the products back in the day when a lot of the studies were done or coming out, I can tell you that there was virtually no free form amino acid shakes in usage. And they were all, like I said, they had egg albumin, whey concentrate, they even had some beef derivatives of, as their protein source. So just an important thing to keep in mind. So as it's gone, I have evolved my terminology because otherwise I, I'm just confusing functional medicine doctors and naturopaths all over the place. So I've now switched to the current understanding or usage, but I do want to make that distinction because it's important, especially when you're interpreting past studies. So today, only free form amino acid shakes are considered elemental. Anything with a whey isolate uh, is considered semi-elemental. And I believe even if you had a whey concentrate or an egg albumin, I'm, I know they're calling them polymeric. I'm not sure if they're calling them semi-elemental as well. Um, okay, this is another interesting thing. There are clinical trials that have shown lower remission rates, so less effective, less people went into remission when they used free-form amino acid shakes rather than polymeric or semi-elemental products. And I'm going to go over just one of those with you that I found really fascinating. Just pulled this one out. So they did an enteral feeding trial um, for people with active Crohn's disease, and they used either an amino acid elemental formula or a whole protein, semi-elemental polymeric formula. So in the group given the amino acid feed, 69% achieved remission within three weeks. In the whole protein feed, 72% achieved remission. So we do have a higher remission rate. It's not hugely higher, but here's the interesting thing. When the researchers then switched the groups over to each other's diet, right? So the amino acid group got switched to whole protein and the whole protein got switched to amino acids only, 43% in the group switched to amino acids relapsed. So their disease came back, but none of the group switched to whole protein, the elemental or polymeric formula relapsed. So you have to ask yourself why? And in terms of someone who's seeking to restore health and eventually move on to eating regular foods rather than just staying on a free-form amino acid product the rest of their lives, you have to kind of think from the patient's perspective, well, what would be better? Um, so we're going to go into the different usages for um, elemental versus semi-elemental in a little bit, but I just want to drop that in there and give you guys something to think about. Very interesting. So here's the protein challenges. And, and here's where we're going to talk about, you know, you, you might say, well, if amino acid is completely hypoallergenic and everyone can have it, why don't we just go ahead and use the amino acid elemental shake, right? But here's the problem. And I discovered this myself because during that initial healing journey, I did use free-form amino acids only. And the problem is I wasn't gaining a pound. And I thought, why not? 
why is this not working? Protein blocks building. So I, I searched and I searched and I searched. And I finally found a PhD in, in sports nutrition who gave me the answer. And that is that free form amino acids function more like a therapeutic rather than a muscle building component. So in order for a free form amino acid to contribute to muscle building, they have to piggyback on at least a dipeptide protein. Otherwise they don't form muscle. So if you have someone who is malnourished, like I was underweight, you have a child who has high growth needs, a free form amino acid elemental shake is not going to be the best choice for them. The people it does work for people doing allergy elimination uh, procedures and people with SIBO who often are okay to lose a few pounds anyway, you know, and, and they, you know, a lot of the literature right now with SIBO has been done by uh, Vivanex and others using purely uh, freeform amino acid products. So you get a SIBO person coming in, they've got that idea in their head that that's what they want. And if for two to three weeks, it's totally fine if you're not already underweight and malnourished. Okay. Children with sensitive palates um, do better on the whey isolate semi-elemental shake. Uh, it is the best. To, I mean, there's no, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I feel because I'm a foodie, I feel there's no elemental shake that I would classify as yummy, <laughs> but I have many readers who disagree with me. My own parents disagree with me. Um, I have people who now are perfectly healthy. They continue to take a shake for breakfast or like pre or post-workout and because they're like, well, it's so yummy. I love the taste. So I don't know. I just, I just leave, leave that one there. But um, of the elemental shakes, the one made with whey isolate is the most palatable. So definitely if you have someone with a sensitive palate or a child and they can tolerate whey isolate, which is very different from whey concentrate, the top allergenic milk protein is casein. So whatever formula you're recommending, I definitely suggest you get one that is casein free. All right. The other consideration, if you're using a vegan elemental shake, semi-elemental shake, is to make sure the protein is actually an isolate. So, and if, if you get the spec sheet from the manufacturer, they will show you the percentage of carbohydrate that is still present with the protein because there's, you know, different levels of filtration and that affects the price. So if you buy, um, you know, a, a vegan protein shake product, like just a straight vegan protein, you're guaranteed to have a significant amount of carbohydrate in there. That's not useful for any kind of elemental, semi-elemental diet. And we'll go into that um, because polysaccharides and disaccharides are not allowed. They are not considered pre-digested or elemental. So um, which, a little thing about Absorb Plus, whichever version you choose, whether it's amino, whey isolate, vegan, they all contain an additional 3,600 milligram amino acid blend, which I chose specifically to work with the things that needed repair in an extreme disease state. All right, so definitions of elemental foods. 
Your fats have to be cold pressed, preferably organic, obviously, because we don't want to be putting in toxins when we're trying to heal. So cold pressed organic flax oil, coconut oil, MCT, medium chain triglyceride. So it's liquid at um, room temperature. You just pour it in your shake. Uh, hemp oil can work well for people. For some others, it doesn't. Uh, fish oil, if they want to um, take it separately, or, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dump fish oil into your shake, but you can take it, you know, before or after. Um, for carbohydrates to be considered elemental, you can have nothing more complex than a monosaccharide, right? Glucose, fructose, dextrose. Maltodextrin, which is classified as a glucose polymer, is also allowed. Don't ask me why. I'm not NASA. I'm not the medical community in the 70s that were doing all this research and formulating it. That's their rule. Um, and it works. It works. Um, as someone who used these shakes during severe hemorrhage, I can tell you that sticking to this works. Um, for the protein, you can have, as we discussed, either free-form amino acids and short-chain peptides. So whey isolate, you can have whey concentrate, but again, the casein, totally don't recommend that. All right. So what are the difficulties that people face? Like you say, well, you have this incredible healing tool. It's like, a, it's like a bowel rest. It's like a healing spa. It's like maximum absorption, um, huge number of key nutrients, boom, into the bloodstream. You can also get people to add other supplements to the shakes, CoQ10, uh, pycnogenol, grapeseed extract, extract. All of these things are fantastic to add to your, your elemental shake. Well, traditionally, the pharmaceutical elemental shake products, which I already talked about, have really low compliance, right? Because the ingredient quality is very low and the price reflects that. Um, the fat content is too high, causes intestinal cramping, like serious intestinal cramping and spasming, high sugar corn syrup, artificial flavors, artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, low quality protein sources, including the most highly allergenic milk protein around called casein. So um, this is why, you know, I'll, this is what my GI told me right at the beginning. He said, most people can't drink this stuff. That's why we just put a stomach shunt in and pump it in. So, cause they're not going to take it. They're not going to ingest it. So anyway, um, that's the reason that a lot of people won't adhere to them. And, and obviously I think their body wisdom is telling them this is not really good for us, all this chemicals and, and sugars and all the rest of it. So the other different difficulty is it's extremely rigorous and restrictive. You know, it, if you want to consume nothing but liquid foods for three to six weeks, that's probably one of the most difficult diets um, you can ever go on. And it's, it's brutal, especially if it's going to hit around your birthday or Christmas or, and I've, you know, experienced that. So uh, yeah, the person has to be ready. Um, they have to want it. Now, what I do with my readers is we alternate um, the elemental shakes because they're sweet, right? And when you're looking at appetite and, and satiety, like, especially if you have someone who's malnourished, if they're just drinking sweet, sweet, sweet all day, they're going to hit taste fatigue pretty soon. So we alternate with homemade broths. So I have recipes for um, beef broth, chicken broth, all organic, of course, 
grass-fed um, veggie broths, mushroom broths to release those healing uh, beta-glucans. And those are also extremely good for the gut and they break the taste fatigue. So you can go sweet, salty, sweet, salty, you can consume more. Um, so, but if, if the person is, is, you know, and again, with a child, even more difficult. Um, so if they do not absolutely need to be on an exclusively elemental diet, we can present other options that can work well for the person. So when you're looking at all the dietary options that would constitute some form of bowel rest, uh, the two top questions you want to ask yourself is what is the person's digestive capability? And are they currently malnourished? Uh, because the answer to these two questions really determines which of these options are, you know, open or appropriate for the person. So for example, um, raw vegetable juice combined with homemade bone broths, um, nutritionally is a great option. Your issue with that is that, uh, possibly the majority of people with Crohn's and colitis cannot tolerate raw vegetable juices. They have to start very small, like an ice cube size per day. They have to gradually build up. Um, you absolutely do not want to be combining these with um, too much, or if any fruit, you want to keep the sugars really low. Uh, someone is not going to be able to gain weight on this kind of a bowel rest diet. Absolutely not. They, they are almost guaranteed to lose weight. So again, are they currently malnourished? What is the person's digestive capability? For some people with Crohn's and colitis, this will be like their savior. It just, it really depends on the person's individual body and how their digestive system is reacting. Um, a raw milk diet. Uh, now this is, this is, can be tricky depending on where you are because you have to use pasture fed milk and it has to be unpasteurized. The second you pasteurize it, it's no good, can't be used. Um, proteins are denatured, the fat content is denatured through homogenization, et cetera. We have clinical trials from the Mayo Clinic back in the 20s using a raw milk diet. So again, um, but this is again, super restrictive because you're, this is as restrictive as using an elemental diet shake, but you have one flavor. So I've done this. Uh, how many weeks did I do on a raw milk diet? I think I did four or five. It was, it was even worse than an elemental diet. So, um, but you know, like if, of course, if you had a baby or, or a very young toddler that might work well, um, a half elemental diet is one where you use half your food source is your elemental or your semi-elemental shakes. And the other half of your food source is well-tolerated low residue foods. Or for example, let's say you know that you tolerate the FODMAP diet foods really well. You would use FODMAP foods for half your diet and then elemental or semi-elemental shake for the other half of your diet. And the interesting thing about the half-elemental diet, there was a clinical trial done out of Japan and they discovered that the remission rates for whether you went on a half elemental diet or exclusively elemental diet were very similar. So this is a, a great um, option to present people with because it does not require almost any discipline compared to an exclusively elemental diet. So the elemental diet, in my opinion, I know a lot of people disagree with me because they 
don't find it as challenging as I do. And they, they, I mean, I've had some readers who were like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back to eating regular food. I haven't had to cook. I haven't had to clean up my kitchen. This is awesome. That was as a foodie, that was just never my experience. So um, again, we're back to that question of what is the person's digestive capability? Are they currently malnourished? So if they're currently malnourished, you definitely, the fastest way to gain weight is liquids because you can, like when I went from 99 to 135 pounds in six weeks, I was pounding nine shakes a day. Like you can't eat that volume of food. And, and per shake would have been um, about 480 calories per shake, right? I can't eat that volume of calories of which every smidge is being absorbed and utilized by my body, right? So that's one thing. And then the other thing is the person's digestive capability, right? So if you've got someone who is having severe malabsorption or active ulceration, active intestinal bleeding, you are definitely down here on an exclusively elemental diet. Um, and again, to gain weight, you need to use the semi-elemental shakes, not the free-form amino acids, although you could certainly alternate, right? You could have someone, you know, take a certain number of semi-elemental and a certain number of free-form amino acid shakes, um, mix them together. That's fine because the free-form amino acids just need the dipeptide protein that's in the semi-elemental shakes. So that's, a, that's an option. And for my readers, we, we do this... Um, combined with the homemade bone broths. So beef, chicken, organic, pasture-raised, uh, mushroom and vegetable broths, along with targeted supplements, uh, specifically for mucosal lining of the intestine and probiotics. You must, 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 if you wanna have maximum um, results, combine those with probiotics. And uh, my favorite brand is Natrin hands down. So what makes Absorb Plus different from all the other elemental um, shakes that are out there? And here, what I have pictured here, this is the Canadian label. So you've got the French Canada, uh, Health French Canada. So you've got the Health Canada, French and English right on the label. So it looks quite different. First main point of difference, you get 26, sometimes 27 grams of protein per shake, whether that's the whey isolate or the vegan isolate. The amino acid shake is different um, because you know you nobody puts that amount of free form amino acids in a shake, but we still have the highest amount currently of any product on the market. Um, cold extracted whey isolate, casein free or vegan isolate, okay, no carbs in there. Um, we also add 10 different free form amino acids at 3,600 milligrams per shake, specifically selected for their healing action. Absorb Plus shakes are natural flavors only. No artificial anything. There's no fillers, gums, thickeners, flow agents, artificial sweeteners, nothing all 100% natural. And I'll tell you the other thing that I do that I take it a step further, because again, 
I've used these products myself for like a couple months at a time. I am formulating from a completely different place of, you know, some R&D department who probably will never use this product. So here's the other thing that I do when I'm looking at the forms of the vitamins and minerals, the maltodextrin, everything that goes into the Absorb Plus Shake products, I am looking at the raw material extraction flowchart. So here's the thing, like you, you can start with, like, let's say your source ingredient is a vegetable and you use fermentation to get your final vitamin versus using a chemical compound. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say any names, but some of the chemical compounds they start with in, in vitamin extraction are, are horrible. And then you use a chemical synthesis process and you arrive at something that's both called, you know, vitamin B6 logically and in intuition guidedly, which is going to be better for your body. The one that started with a vegetable and used a natural fermentation product or the one that started as a chemical and followed a synthesis pathway. Like, you know, so when I select for ingredients, I'm looking at the entire uh, supply chain and manufacturing flowchart. So um, we also switched as soon as we could to organic tapioca maltodextrin instead of corn maltodextrin to avoid the GMO contamination. Of course, corn is one of the top five allergens. Uh, so Absorb Plus is a 43 ingredient product. <laughs> it is, has an extensive panel of trace minerals and vitamins and minerals in the most bioavailable forms. Okay, so uh, we have vitamin K2, D3, potassium iodide, vitamin A and beta carotene form, vitamin B12 only methylcobalamin form. If you know your vitamins, you know why everything I'm saying is important. The other really um, significant difference with Absorb Plus and, and most other elemental shakes on the market, it has been purposely formulated without fat. Okay, so this is for two reasons. Again, as someone who healed myself of an extreme digestive disease, I know that you hit certain places, your system cannot tolerate any fat whatsoever. My dad has pancreatitis right now. He cannot have any fat whatsoever. So from that point of view, it makes so much better sense to allow people to add the cold pressed fat that they tolerate the most. Um, the other thing is I was never happy with any of the tests we did where we sprayed a fat onto the powder. The lab tests were happy. My nose and my gut were not happy. <laughs> so this is the thing with rancidity. You do some research into this. Your lab test for rancidity is going to say that it's fine. If you have any kind of a sensitive nose, you will actually be able to smell that that oil has gone rancid. And if you have a sensitive gut, your gut will spasm like this. It will tell you instantly that the oil is rancid. So that was just, just a no-go for me. Because again, this is a product that I formulated to use myself to heal myself in a very short period of time. 
So I have different criteria. <laughs> um, with Absorb Plus, you just add water and whatever amount of cold pressed oil you can tolerate. Uh, if you add other ingredients, which people do, you know, they, they, I get recipes in from people. They're like, oh, I add a banana. I add some crushed ice. I add, um, some people will add blueberries. Like they, they like to, that's fine, but your shake is no longer elemental, right? It's still an easily digestible, easily absorbed food source, but it's not elemental. And that's the primary thing people need to be aware of. So if you were, like I said, bleeding, active bleeding, you do not want to add anything other than water and the amount of cold pressed oil that you can tolerate. And so here's the thing with the fat, you may start by having, we have often high readers who can tolerate zero fat. So they start there. They just have their four scoops of Absorb Plus and their water and they're off they go. As their usage continues and as they start to see some improvement in their health, in their body, they start to add a little bit of oil. So maybe they start with half a teaspoon. Then they gradually work up to one teaspoon. The ideal that you want to work up to is one tablespoon. Um, not just because it helps with the calorie count, but you know, a tablespoon of oil of a cold pressed healthy oil is a a very good supplement. And and you know, your cell membrane is forty percent fat. Like you, we need quite a lot of good fats to function well. So we definitely want to be adding those in there um, as the person can tolerate them. You drink it slowly. Because it hits your bloodstream so fast, you want to drink it slowly so that you can have that more sustained release um, of nutrients and to, to give those vitamins and minerals a chance to work. So thank you for joining me. I hope that's giving you some useful information and all the best. Thank you.